It's about that time for NBA at Home with the Boys, your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in and enjoy the chat. Cheers. Good day, and welcome to NBA at Home with the Boys. It's pod number 18. We're going to call it coronavirus. So let me introduce the boys for today's oh my God. cast. You can't do that. We've got Paul, the Super Bear Scarby. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Ooh, we got Ryan, mid, mid, mid range Wiggins. What's going on? Yep, and we got Ash Ackerman <laughs> Williamson. No, he's sleeping. No, yeah, sleepy. Sorry about that. You're he sleepy, has, boy, man. He has a runny nose, um, cough. Shortness of breath and a fever. I don't know why, but anyway, we'll get back to him. And obviously, you got here, Muddy the Doctor Page. Yo, yo, oh, well done. Well done. Oh, mate. Beautiful. I just congratulate you on your uh, amazing intro. Well, you know, you've been practicing, haven't you? Well, mate, I'm in clinical quarantine. That's all I could do. <laughs> mate, that's all you can do. <laughs> so, how are we going, boys? Awesome. Awesome. Oh, man. Ready to rumble. No problem. Ready yep. to rumble. Okay. Well, let's. Yeah. I think. I. I think we. I think our fourth panelist just woke up. Oh, did he? Is he on? Is he? Is he? Of, yeah. He's, <clears throat> he's trying to fly under the radar. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Well, welcome, let's... Ash Aquaman Williamson. We have started, and we're ready for the first question. Wigs will go to you, buddy. All right, cool. You know when Ash joins because there's a heap of background noise. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, all right, cool. First question. So, uh, Lakers just signed Dion Waiters. I want to know from you fellas, do you think that's a good signing or a bad signing for the Lakers? And if you think, you know, if it's not a great signing for you, who would have been better? Oh. Okay. Garvey. Yuck. What a question to ask Garvey straight off the bat. Um, look, as he answers in third person, yeah, <laughs> so it's the only way, Wiggs. Um, uh, is it a good signing? Yeah, I guess. I mean, out of probably the bunch of people left over, uh, Ash keeps talking about Jamal Crawford, but uh, I suppose he hasn't played, whereas neither, I suppose neither has Dwayne Wade, uh, Dewan, what is that, Waiters? Um, Dion Waiters. <laughs> D D waiters, nah. Um, oh, I don't like. I don't probably like the fact they signed him so late. Um, but I, I don't think he's going to have much of a role, to be honest. I think he's just there as a backup of a backup of a backup. Um, and I don't really think there was much else out there. So it it might work for him. Not a bad sign. It's only a 10-dayer. I'll say good signing. Good signing. And, uh, okay, so you'd keep him. You wouldn't, You wouldn't uh, like we say, change him for anyone else on the market. You, you don't think there's anyone good enough? Is that well, right? you got you got 10 days. See what he's got. Ditch him. If he plays like a okay. margin, the Dr. Page, I'd probably ditch him after 10, but, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Here we go, buddy. Oh, Here we go, buddy. Oh, all righty. Uh, Ash Ackleman, did you did you get to hear that question, buddy? 
No, he's he's dropped the mic. No, nah, you mic. go, you go. He's you go, Mud. What do you okay. think? Yeah, look, look. Again, I I I have mentioned many times, not only on the pod but during the messenger, that I don't think anyone. Uh, that Lakers need anyone. I think they've got a good, strong team. I think one of the best things that they, it appears they have is is unity, and they're they're all friends it seems, and they're just having lots of fun. Um, so I don't think they needed anyone. And if I had to pick someone, yeah, I, I, I would have thought of Crawford to be honest. I thought having another, you know, uh, six men like Crawford coming off the bench, like they beat the Clippers, right? And they beat it because a third player actually stepped up um and that was bradley um you got bradley kuzma who could actually be you know uh, one of the third guys who can get ready to rumble to help ad and lbj i guess like ash was saying green too you got a few other players who could you know get a few buckets um even kcp is playing semi-okay these days so i think getting someone like crawford i think could have been um could be pretty valuable. I, I don't know stats. Wiggs might be able to give me a bit of stats uh, regarding Dion Waiters and, 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 and his history and how good. I think he has played with LBJ before, from my understanding, um, with uh, Cleveland. Wasn't he fourth pick in 2012? But I don't really know his overall stats. But I'm, I'm hearing that his talent has never been a question. Um, so I don't know sort of... Sort of, you know, why is in the predicament? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it sounds like that could be the predicament. So, could that be an issue with getting him in Lakers, whereby you had a few, you could say, head cases that come together and they seem to unite um, and then be on the same page? Could this actually upset the the locker room? Well, I think I've been saying that. Why would you take a risk? Lakers are awesome at the moment. They've been doing well all year. Why would you even take the risk of a locker room issue? But um, I didn't think they need anyone. But if I did have to pick someone, it would have been Crawford. Yeah, even though Crawford yeah. hasn't played. Yeah, look, look, I, I think he's, he's, he's still playing. Uh, um, and he's just skillful anyway. And there's no pressure on Crawford. And I'm sure, you know, he can get back into some sort of uh, match fitness and, and, and give a bit. Um, so, yeah. I, play, I still play, play two minutes. Play two minutes again. Mate, he, he'll play more than you, so that's all I need. Oh, righto. Okay. Wiggins. One and a half game, gamer. <laughs> we got we got Ash back. He's, you're there, eh? Oh, mate, he's... Is he gone again? <laughs> oh, I'm here. here. He's like, I'm he's like here. He's like I'm here. Yeah, he's in and out of maths. What's the one, Ash? Oh, Clapperton boys. Oh, all right, so Dion Waiters, was it a good signing? Uh, I reckon both had, they had tried out were pretty dud signings. Um, uh, obviously, chemistry there with JR and Dion. I don't think Dion's going to be an X factor that they probably needed. Um, Lakers, today we've seen Bradley step up, like I said to Muddy today. Lakers have a a third guy that could be anyone. It could be Coos one game. It could be Danny Green. It could be Bradley. Um, you know, it could be Waiters. You don't know who could be that third option. Uh, Waiters is obviously coming off a bit of a turmoil season with a lot of speculation, and he kind of was like eating edibles that got him high and just 
then he told Miami that he was going, he was sick, then he was partying in the Bahamas, and there's a bit of background history. So hopefully him coming in doesn't disrupt the culture. Um, but I think LBJ should have that pretty sweet. Um, oh, look, man, I think it's just a mediocre signing, to be honest. Mediocre signing. It's nothing no, to get no you. Hats. Nothing no to hats. think they're going to win, yeah. It's, it's no Jeremy Lin in Toronto last year, boys. Oh, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> Who's available, true. by the way? Martin no Page. I wouldn't even sign him. He's only good for like 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I'm out for <laughs> <laughs> You want to take that attitude, mate? And, and guess who I'm taking? Garvey. Um, I'd rather, uh, by the sounds of it, I'd rather have your nephew on the team anyway, mate, by the looks right. of his stat line. Ten right. times better. Mate, I, I would too, just quietly. All right, Wiggs. Answer your right. question, mate. Answer in my third, question. In, in well, third person. In third person. Well, I don't even know how to do that. Uh, you do You're the man of that stuff. Stop it. Superman talking about himself like he's not himself. So, so, all right. So, for Muddy, in terms of stats, in terms of stats, so, yeah, like, Waiters was drafted by Cleveland 2012. He's the fourth overall pick. It's a pretty crappy fourth overall pick, isn't it? Like considering his career and the yeah. and, um, look in terms of his career, um, he has averaged thirteen points a game, balling thirty four point eight percent from from three, um, and so which is pretty pretty decent. Uh, he's uh, and this this year though, and I did he didn't shoot too many of them, but he was averaging forty seven percent from behind the arc. Yeah, um, off how many shots? Yeah, not many. Um, <laughs> and so, but look to compare. So if he's a career like for his career, he's shooting thirty four, thirty five percent from three. J.R. Smith for his career has shot thirty seven percent from three, and Jamal Crawford. Uh, 34, so around the same as as, as Dion Waiters. Um, Waiters has it on on them both in terms of points per game. Oh no, not quite actually. He's around the same as Jamal Crawford. Jar Smith has a little bit less. So, in terms of those three guys, if they're the three guys that we've all mentioned, or you guys all mentioned, so Dion, Jar Smith, Jamal Crawford, they're all Jar Smith's definitely a better three point shooter in terms of percentage over his career, but they're all pretty much 12 to 14, 15 points a game over their career. Um, they can all play a role, I guess is kind of the point. I reckon, I, I, I think it's uh, it's a, it's not a good signing or a bad signing. I'm going to sit on the fence for once. Oh, well, oh for I'm, once. I'm, I'm going to... You went first and you started a pod on the fence. You're kidding. <laughs> uh, look, I'm just, I'm just taking your lead, mate. Between you oh, and Oh, nice. Between, no, oh. you two, buddy. You guys are the biggest <laughs> bloody fence sitters I know. Between you two guys, I just thought I better. I'm going to have a go at it as well. So I think Muddy, I, Muddy yeah. and Ash. Muddy, yeah, good point. Good yeah, point, Wiggs. Yeah. I don't think it's a good or a bad signing. I agree with. Uh, I think Ash is like an average signing. You, we all said it pretty much. And and I think that it's a 10 day contract. I think also one of the reasons I think that they've gone out to market just just picking up on on some of the vibe around why mess with the chemistry is I don't think that they know who their third guy is going to be on any given night. And so they just want to stack the deck so that they've got as many third options as possible. 
because um, you're right, Ash, like it could be Green, it could be Coos, it could be um, Bradley, uh, but what if it's not? Is any one of them, you know, they're just, I think they're just trying to stack the deck in their favour, so they've got as many of those third options as possible, as deep a bench as possible come playoff time. Really, you know, making sure that they're fortifying themselves against in, injury and stuff like that so that they're, they're as solid as possible. Um, and so that's, I reckon that's why they're out there looking. And I think it's a bit of an arms race with um, with the Clippers. It's like they're just like one signing after another, trying to outdo each other. Um, mm. But 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 who's going to be the third option? Let's just get as many as possible and let's make sure we're as stacked and as deep as possible come playoffs. Um, I think it's interesting how LeBron has a history of like surrounding himself with really weird... Uh, dudes who are a bit unstable, like between Waiters and J.R. Smith and Shumpert and these kind of weird dudes that just sort of, they're kind of floaters, um, but around LeBron, like they do play their best ball. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, that's a big comment. They play their best ball. I don't know if LeBron James would be saying that. Read J.R. game one in finals of the Warriors. Anyway, but yeah, I get what you're saying. No, I don't get it. Rubbish. Shut up. Oh, my God. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's let's, question. Yeah, what do you Ash, got, Aquaman? Come on. Because I have to get you in, Ash, because you'll probably watch Matt. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, a, you'll be asleep in 10. No. Give us a question. No, I'm, not, I'm not. Look, boys. I'm not. Look, I'm not. Chris, my question is really not a role around the NBA. I'm going to change it up. I just want to know who do you in the uh, the history of the um, basketball NBA? Who did you look at and go, man, that is a really silky smooth shot, and you wish that jump shot was yours? The full flow, the shot, just and you looked at it and go, that's that was. I wish I had that as a jump shot. And then, which one was the ugliest? Which one did you see and you go, oh man, that is ugly. I wish I did not have that shot. Just want to know, boys, players that you past, present, current, whatever. Oh. Where? As Go in just... Start off, mate. You start off with, the, you know, just the jump shot, any shot. Yeah. Someone that you don't need. Oh. Like I'll, go shot. I'll go first because Garzy gives Garzy a bit of time. You can't put him on the spot like that. Okay, <laughs> so brother, we want, we want, Muddy, if you're going first, brother, we want silky okay. smooth shot, all right, and then we off. also want. Oh, here we go. We also want ugly. Yeah, okay. So, look, um, oh, look. obviously, I grew up in the, you know, 80s, 90s, and, you know, I watched it. And, and there wasn't a lot of NBA on TV, okay? So, it was only, like, one game every Saturday. So, it's not like now. So, to be honest, there was a lot of Bulls games on at that time. So, obviously, I'm a bit biased in, in, in watching watching teams and players. So, Jordan, I thought, had a silky smooth shot. Uh, I just felt like no matter where he was, he was fading, he was... He, 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 he was, you know, on the floor. It didn't matter. He just felt like the ball always left his fingers um, beautifully. There was always beautiful backspin. It never looked hard. It just looked easy and seamless. I just loved. I think he had a silky shot, especially his jump shot was just what well, I thought was yeah. beautiful. Um, and, and, and to be on the same team for the ugliest shot was Bill Cartwright. I mean, I didn't even know how he was able to shoot the ball. He like spun it like Shane Warne in his hand, did a top spin, bowled a bit of a wrong one, and it just came out, but somehow it went in. So Bill 
Michael Cartwright had the ugliest shot I've ever seen. Wow. Do you remember his shot? Yeah, I've seen worse. Google it. Google his Go- shot. Google. Google. <laughs> Google his shot right now and have a look at it. I'll tell you, it was a wonky, dodgy shot. Oh, wow. Yeah, seriously, Google it. All right. All right. Uh, look, I'll go next while everyone's Googling because I think I've got – I'm going to go with the worst shot first, and it would have to be Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Google that sucker. That Michael was – Do you yeah, make brother. that name up? Is that a – uh, See, boys, this is the limited knowledge margin page has. Of <laughs> Who? Who's Michael is? <laughs> Your our boy Michael Jordan drafted this absolute gumby of a basketball player who can't even shoot the ball. Anyway, um, yeah, mate, you, you need to Google that one. I'm going uh, to Google. Anyway, that is definitely the worst shot I've ever seen in my life, and uh, other than yours, Muddy. But um, I'm gonna, I'll have to go with. <laughs> I, I thought I did. I did actually think Jordan's shot was. Silky smooth. His fadeaway, his jump shot in general, it just, to me, was poetry in motion. There, but there has been a lot of great shooters, but I think his was the silkiest. There we go. There you have it. There you have All it. Right. Google, Google those two, boys. Well, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to go... I, I, don't, I never like to bring up Jordan in conversations like this because, like, he's just such an obvious answer. And I'm not it's saying obvious. that to have a go at you fellas. I just think that we could do it better. I reckon that... Oh! Um, <laughs> we could, could I reckon, we? I reckon that... So, okay, ugliest shot. I think probably, like, I don't know if it's the ugliest shots. Come Lon- on. Come, but Lonzo Ball comes to mind. Stop like, it. No, no, that dude, look, he shoots from the opposite side of his face. Oh, my God. I- have you have you not seen Michael Kidd Gilchrist shoot the ball? No, I haven't. Back I've in the never, day, so if Mate. I'm being honest, I've never heard that of that dude, so I don't know. Well, I've boys, never... this is this is the most disappointing pod today. <laughs> I will Google. And I, have to... I googled Google. him. I googled <laughs> him, and it and it was bad, but it's not the worst I've seen. I this, think what... Cartwright takes him. Oh, mate, of course you do. Anyway, look, if anyway. I've got the time. If I've got the time, I will add. I'll try and find some some YouTube footage of both pe- both players' shots, and I'll put it on the pod. Let's in do the, a in the pod uh, <clears throat> in the pod notes, and we can we can put it out there. I like um, it. But no, I look. I look. I haven't seen those dudes shoot. But like, who comes to mind is? I mean, there's a lot of bad shooters. Like, Muddy. This. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. What? I think I got more points than you in the morning, just uh, just quietly. Uh, you know who had a really great shot but who looked ugly as hell for me? Reggie Miller. Yes, I'd agree with that. It was ugly. Yeah. Yeah, that dude looked call. like a, a gecko. Yeah. Oh, a gecko. A prey mantis. Gee, there's no need to go there. We're just talking about shots. Now <laughs> 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 you're talking about looks and like, come on, bro. Oh, mate, you were talking about Shane Warne spinning the ball while trying to shoot it. Anyway. Yeah. I wasn't getting personal. <laughs> what about? I reckon with their million-dollar paycheck, they can handle it. What about Sean Marion? 
That dude had a terrible shot. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. That was, that was, that that was pretty bad. Anyway, okay. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Come on, so, so got a silky, so silky shot. You know whose shot I always admired? You guys are going to laugh at me. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, he's got a nice shot. He's got a really, yeah. really nice looking shot. And, yep. and especially like from three, he just has a really nice flow. He, he, he okay. has a really consistent, like, the space. It does look the jumps, same. Yeah, jumps yeah. forward, it's nice. He releases it at a nice point in the shot. It looks effortless, looks nice. And, it, yeah. and, it's, and it's a good shot. Yep. I agree Fair point, Wiggs. I like that. I like it. I'm glad you finished. So who did you say, Muddy? Your start was terrible. Yeah. Oh, Jordan, and, Jordan and Bill Cartwright. Yeah, yeah Bill right. was pretty boring. boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, come Are on, you Ash, done, Wiggs? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm look, good. my... I think Way to listen in shot, on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> my jump shot uh, that I kind of wish I had all the shooting style would be definitely uh, Clay Thompson. I think his style Ooh. just looks yeah, real nice. mechanical, looks nice. Like, we... And I know Curry's the greatest shooter, but just Clay's shot looks really smooth. Um, you reckon it looks good though? I yeah, think it, yeah, I think it looks good. Yeah, oh, I like I it, mate. It it's it's smooth. It's just it's such a mechanical shot. I think. <laughs> and then I just have a look at it. Blake, Michael. <laughs> Michael Kid, Kid Gilchrist, you want to see the photo? Oh, man. Yeah, mate, terrible. it takes the cake. It take, come on. It's a fucking. But it's the, I'm not, I'm it's gonna, the golden cake. Have you Googled um, Cartwright? But let's, oh, yeah, mate, he's, he's not yeah. even in the tent. He's not even in the top ten. <laughs> mate, he had but, three um, good years of bad shooting. Okay, and then. The ugliest shot that I would I looked at and go, no, oh, that's so gross. Would be Joakim Noah's. Yeah, <laughs> like good Joakim call. Noah's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was Joakim Noah's shot. It's yeah. so ugly. It's like takes me back to memories of coaching the uh, under uh, the Bucks okay. in Mount Isa. Just that's the same. style of shooting, left hand layups yeah. were just terrible. So I think Joakim Noah would be the shot I wouldn't want, and the shot I do want would definitely be um, Clay Thompson's. Just looks oh. silky. But um, oh, Michael Kid Gilchrist, if you can see this photo, it's definitely, oh, I'm, I'm looking just, at one as well. Just right quietly, now. just yeah. quietly. Okay, I've got this up while we're on here, right? So top twenty ugliest jumpers NBA history. Number twenty, drum roll, Bill Cartwright. Yes, I told you, wouldn't even make it to top ten. Wow. Number nineteen is Tyshawn Prince. Oh yeah, that yeah. wasn't pretty. Number yeah. eighteen is Andre Miller. Yeah, number, that's a bit harsh. Really? Yeah, number, se- a bit harsh. number 17 is Desagna Diop. I wouldn't even know who he is. Yeah, uh, I think he number played 16, for Minnesota. Cats. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. Uh, number 16 is a guy that comes from the Spurs, Matt Bonner. Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> number 15 is Ronnie Brewer. Ooh. Number 14, boys, drum roll, is Wilt the Stilt. Will Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah, okay. Fair enough. Number 13 is Joss Childress. Plays for the Brooklyn yes. Nets. Mm-hmm. Number 12 is Kevin Martin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, Mart. Number 11 is Anthony Mason. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now, oh, we're yeah. Rounding, Mason. now we're rounding. Now we're rounding. 
now we're rounding out the top ten, boys. Number ten yes. is our big boy, big Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, he never had a jump shot in his life. <laughs> number nine is Michael Adams. Oh, jeez. Yeah, another number shot. Eight, number eight is Don Nelson. Oh. Number seven is Tony Allen. Oh. Yeah. Really? Number oh, six. Number Number six is Joakim Noah. Yeah, Number five that. is Dukay De, uh, Matumbo, the king. Yeah, well, he never shot a jumper in his life either. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty okay. Okay, well, let's go. Right. Number three, Chuck Hayes. Chucky Number, Hayes. Number two, Sean Marion. Oh. And number one, wow. my... M K Michael Kid Gilchrist. Yeah. And it is a very terrible shot. Are you sure sure this website isn't something that crazy just uh, Scarzy just created? (laughs) This is from the sports center. Oh, it's terrible. Your your boy didn't even make the top ten, buddy. (laughs) Send me the link to that um to that article. Oh, mate, it's so, it's so funny. Exactly. It's so funny. Oh, it's I funny. think that they got that upside down. I think 20 was supposed to be number one. <laughs> Copy. Okay. Uh, All right, boys. That was mine. Just something different. Change it. Nice. Up. I like it, Ash. I like it. I like it. Marty, what do you got other than the Wait. coronavirus? Uh, boys, look, there's a fair bit to talk about it. I'll see, but I, I actually, one thing, one topic that really got me sort of He's, are you speaking Japanese? Dude, 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 you're not doing the intro. Start again. You broke up then. Yeah, start again. You broke up. Yeah, man. I, was, I, was, I, was, I thought I was the only one that couldn't hear it. Response. Yeah. Okay, so Spike Lee, Spike Lee uh, uh, entered the Madison Square Garden oh, and he got yeah. pulled up. Again, just a bit of recap, he got pulled up in the uh, elevator and told that he can't use the employee entrance and he has to go and use the, what, the VIP entrance. Um, anyway, there were issues and Spike Lee, now long story short, Spike Lee has stated that he's not going to the remainder of the um, uh, Knicks games and uh, there's been a few... Uh, reports out that, you know, there's uh, some tension, obviously, in there with uh, the owner, Dylan and um, and Spike. And apparently there was a photo of Spike shaking uh, um, Kevin Durant's hand. Um, and I don't know where that photo was taken. but um, So I guess I just wanted to hear your opinions about, you know, was that a right move, not letting, or, you know, uh, asking Spike to use the... Uh, appropriate VIP entrance, um, or should he be allowed to continue on his merry way and use the employee entrance? Okay, first of all, that was the longest question we had on the pod. Oh, mate, absolutely. Could the I don't know if the Knicks could have get any um, worse. Get any worse. <laughs> They've basically kicked off their biggest fan that actually turns up to the game still. Why would Spike Lee be even watching the Knicks, to be fair? 
let alone pay for base. tickets. Mate, yeah, I, like I assumed base. he was on the payroll. Yeah, well, you'd you'd think so, but um. Well, apparently mate, he's still been paying his three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, uh, in he's tickets. Spent, you know, millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, look, he's I, I find it, it's ridiculous that he's been allowed to do it for over twenty years, and now all of a sudden they're pulling it up. It's just absolutely stupid, and I honestly think, look, the NBA basically got Donald Sterling out of the NBA and now look at the Clippers. I honestly think the next move the NBA has to make is they have to get James Dolan to sell that team. And I think we will see the NBA at its full potential with a great uh, New York team with with a good owner starting at the top. But, yeah, but, like, he'd have to do... I mean, the, the, what was the Clippers owner's name again? Who did you just say? Donald Sterling. Sterling. Sterling Sterling was a horrible racist asshole. Like, so, like, Dolan's just an idiot. Like, what? what is... What, yeah, but you can still... He's got to do something. You can do that because he's an idiot. We, I don't we, know. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to get Muddy out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think... Uh, I can't wait to see. I'm going to cough and cough all over you. I'm honestly surprised that he's been buying his tickets. And I would have just assumed, like, honestly, he was on the payroll. So that he was using that entrance would have made sense to me. Like, the Knicks are pretty... Do you think that Drake buys Ra- Raptors tickets? Like, honestly, do you think that Drake purchased those tickets yeah, courtside? Yeah, come on, man. Look, man, yeah. he, was, he's, he gets paid by them. He's, he, was, he, he literally got employed by them last year as sort of like a quasi-mascot. Seriously. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean he doesn't pay for his tickets. Well, they're paying for his tickets with the check that they give him for the job that he's doing. Like, it's... <laughs> you know, like okay. either... Well, okay, well, on a, this, technicality, I, on a technicality, they don't pay for his tickets. They pay well. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, like, you know, like, how many te- teams have their guys? Like, I'm sure Jack Nicholson's, like, paying for his Lakers courtside seats. Yeah, like, sure, all those players, all those all those stars would be in, in, in Hollywood. But, like, teams like the Knicks, like, if you're going to, if you've got someone like Spike Lee, grab hold of him, hug him, hold him close, and, and bloody do everything you can just to keep him on board. I hope... I hope that he starts going to Brooklyn Nets games because that would be hilarious and just kicks yeah, him to the curb. Because be. it's, it's yeah. stupid. Like, why make nonsense like that? It's just like another indication that they're a failing franchise. They're terrible. Definitely. Yeah, right. Ash? Ash, background noise, Ash. Is Mass? Is in it? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh. Uh, what was the question? I kind of went half. Oh, come oh. on. Nah, you're gone. Nah. <laughs> what? That, we cannot let Murray oh, repeat right. that. We don't have a lot. I'm starting to take it a bit personally, actually. Every time I ask a question, Ash is like, oh, what's going on? It's Spike Lee. That's right, Spike Lee. Um, I don't know, man. I do feel like, yeah, he's pays dues. He's been paying. I've been. I watched a little bit of his interviews about the whole dilemma, and 
how he's been using that entry for the last like 20 years. And then out of, they didn't even give him a text or call him and say, Hey, Mr. Lee today or tonight, whenever you're coming in, you might have to use this entrance. And he said he wouldn't have had an issue, but to not get a call or, or be advised yeah, which is fair. not to use that exit or that entry. Um, and that's where he kind of got, you know, you know, his feathers got ruffled, but, Dolan, I think I'm with Scars. Dolan's got to sell. He's just, he's got one of the biggest bloody basketball franchises. Franchises, yep. And like, I'm starting to hear now players are not even worrying about going to play against, like, they're pretty much going to start using their G League teams to start playing against the NBA team. Like, it's, it's embarrassing. To, like, you know, if you've, the two biggest brands, obviously, in, in the NBA are Lakers and Boston. And then you got that's your top tier. Then your second tier, you, you know, you're probably your New York Knicks. And, oh, that's a big statement, Ash. Well, I'd still, but I'd still, still nearly say Lakers and Knicks. Like it's, but anyway, it's still a big franchise, and to just look at them like they're the cats, like they're the bloody Bobcats, is just terrible. I just think it's crap for the league. New owner needs to come in, just clean house get some rid of people in the front office and start all over again. It's pretty shameful to be honest. Um, and I don't think it looked, I don't think it looked professional neither current coming on franchise like that. Like, you know, imagine if they did that, Lakers did that to Jack Nicholson and you know what I mean? You just don't, you wouldn't see that from them or I don't know who, yeah. who's a big star that really goes to a Boston game that you see them courtside, but you kind of get what I'm getting at. Those yeah. teams would at least advise and say, Hey, look, use this entry, but just, yeah, and apparently Dolan said to Spike Lee he wanted to have a few words, and I think, uh, yeah, that, uh, it's just not looking good for the Knicks, is it? And I don't think it's going to nah. start looking good for a while. So, well, there's just, there's just there's just no light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to the Knicks. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. None, none whatsoever. Even, even J.R. Barrett's pretty <laughs> average as a player. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty okay. sad. In saying that, they're only 11 games out from the eighth eighth spot in the East. Like, you're not that bad. Yeah, but... I'm half joking. Like, you know. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, somehow <laughs> Detroit, Cleveland, and, and the Dark Horse, Atlanta, Dark Horse Atlanta Hawks have done worse. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 11 games out. <laughs> the Knicks could turn it around. Oh, Oh, Buckle please. up, boys. Here come the Knicks. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty good. I like this. Okay, I who's like up? This. Who's up next? I think <clears throat> moving. All right. I think I'm. Well, I think I'm last, aren't I? Yeah. Right. Usually, nice. like always. Yeah, yeah, like always. Nice boys. Nice. A lot of love. Um, look, boys. I just want to get your thoughts on the. How about Steph Curry? Having no. Let's again? not. Do you, do you want to do that, Muddy? Do you want to have your oh, second question, mate? No, 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 no. No, I don't. You don't? No. All right. no. Fair enough. Mate, I gave you the opportunity. That's the type of guy Thank I am. Thank you. Anyway. So kind because you make it question up. Boys, we've probably had the best re- like run of games of late. We've had Clippers versus Denver. Um, we've had the Lakers versus Boston. We've had Lakers versus Milwaukee. Clippers versus Houston, uh, Lakers versus Clippers, and the Clippers versus Houston. What are your takes on those games? 
Like, what, what's the most you've got out of those games if you've watched them at all? I mean, they're, they're kind of all the powerhouses that we would probably agree will be the finalists. What, what, are, your, what are your takes on the season in, that, in uh, those games? Could you list those games again? That was a lot of games, man. Oh, man. So <laughs> a lot the, of matchups. The Clippers, the Clippers played Denver. They've played Houston, and they've played the Lakers. And the Lakers have played um, Milwaukee, Boston, and the Clippers. Yeah? Yep. Right. Right. What, are, what is your... What what have you taken out of those games? They're like the no. big games. Look, I've taken nothing out of them. Uh, the, nothing? Uh, no, absolute <laughs> zilch. That was well, that, that's the, generally that was what the, you'd take out of everything, but anyway. That was the worst question of the pod to, to date, especially today. Um, well, it was, it was think, shorter than yours. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, we knew Lakers and Clippers, and I think all of us know Lakers and Clippers are going to be up there, right? Um, so... They've, they've, Clippers have played well in, in spurts, obviously, during that run. Lakers have done super well. Uh, Boston have been solid. Um, and so, overall, we... And, 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 and the Bucks are the Bucks. So, I think we always knew that... The Bucks are the Bucks. What do you mean, the Bucks are the Bucks? Well, well, the Bucks have been cruising all year, man. Like, they've been just in, you know, third gear, just getting the job done. They've got the best record in the NBA. They're a hard team no matter what. Like, I know the Lakers beat them, and, and, and kudos to the Lakers. They played really well. But the Bucks are just still a solid and still a scary team, I think, for most most um, teams in the NBA. So, look, I, I think we mentioned even at the start of the pod that, you know, I think Ash and I uh, probably expected the Lakers to be up there, number one. Clippers uh, are definitely going to be up there, and we all picked the Bucks to... To, to have a good standing. So I think they've all been pretty good games. Um, they've been entertaining. So I haven't got anything out of it because I expected it to be like this at, from the beginning of the year. Wow. Okay. Cool. Wigs, Ash. Ash yeah, I'll is go. It. Yeah, Ash. <laughs> Where's Ash? Oh, Ash, Ash, I guess. I think Ash's been getting freaked out, so he's been going to do post Gunners. Oh my god! <laughs> before his before his answers, oh, uh, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, yours go. then. Look, I, I, um, I don't know, man. Like, what have I taken away from it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I've taken away. Gone well, through all those. The, that, was, that was the question. <laughs> That's this question there. Thanks, thanks. I just thought I'd reiterate just in case you're confused. Look, I think that um, a little bit. Look, Denver, Denver. I, I don't have a lot of like what I've taken away from from any game that Denver's played is that you know they're kind of like the the Atlanta Hawks from years ago where they've got a lot of pieces who can Ooh, contribute and they're gonna fine. you know they do they play well but when when the playoffs come around like who's who's gonna step up. Um, I, don't, I just don't think that they're a real contender. You know, the Rockets okay. just lost. Cool. Rocket, Rockets just lost a place to OKC in the standing, um, which is pretty, you know, pretty embarrassing. I think. <clears throat> and all the big changes that they've made, so I don't think they're a real contender. I think the real contenders out of the East are 
East are the, the Celtics, Celtics, Raptors, and and the Bucks. And I think that in the in the West, it's really just the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, and recent history tells us that the Lakers are on a roll, and they've beat the Bucks and they beat the Clippers, and they're kicking off, and they look great. Um, so I, I guess what I'm taking away is um, not much. You can't, I don't know. I don't think at this point we can really take a lot away at all. I think Muddy's right. Like it's, it doesn't tell us anything about a seven-game series, other than I think that those teams that I mentioned are the are the contenders, and I, I really don't see any other teams from those conferences like being being actual contenders. No surprises this year, I don't think. Yeah, right. Well, but we saw yeah, nothing probably. in those games. We saw. No. Well, 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 well. What did you see? We saw Alfie <clears throat> Day play like he should be playing, and we know exactly. What do. Exactly. AD doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's been doing that in spurts in the year. No, nah, he has. There's no. Yes, he has. Yes. No, he hasn't. Mate, he's in the MVP race, brother. How can he not be playing? He has not. There is. You cannot tell me that LBJ. LBJ has been playing at the level he's played at in those last two games for the entire season. Yes, I believe he has. No he way. Done that on a consistent basis versus good teams. Nah. No, no way. Practice. Even nah. before those games, he was still in the MVP race, right? Yeah, but that's, that's different. He played better than Giannis. And Kawhi Leonard in both those games because he was out there make, making a statement. He played defense the whole time he was on the Wait court. Wait one second. Before those games, who, who well, you said that Giannis and uh, KL were better players than LBJ. Yes. Before those games. Yes. Well, mate, you, you have got some sort of virus. And oh I don't God. want to spread panic, but stay away from you, buddy. Oh, wowzers. You're kidding yourself. Honestly. LeBron, LeBron Actually, go, James. Go do a hang on. LeBron James drove the ball to the hole and carried the team. AD scored. Uh, his stats look good but if you watch the game against Milwaukee his first three quarters were terrible he got into foul trouble but then he also was psyched out of the game he could barely catch a ball then in the fourth he came back into it which was a good sight for the Lakers to see and the same with that Clippers game he wasn't fantastic in those three quarters, but in the fourth quarter, he played a lot better. So there's a he lot got of things. Foul you can... trouble early. Oh, not early, but he got in foul trouble too. Yeah. So my point third is, quarter. AD's playing a lot better. In those last two games, AD has played a lot better in the fourth quarter, which when he previously played against the Clippers, he didn't even show up in the fourth quarter. So they're signs. And you could also see that Giannis for Milwaukee, he's trying to will the team on, but he, but his game is actually limited. When he plays against a player wow. that is good 
and actually can defend him, his game becomes limited. And when they pack the paint, it limits his ability to get his teammates and himself rolling. And that's what we do. Is the beard right about him? Is but that that's not new, uh, I'd not say... New, that's no, because we all would have... So no one predicted out of us that Giannis has taken another step. Because we saw him start to shoot the three in the middle of the season. And he went away from it in this game. And he couldn't get his teammates rolling. And he really couldn't take over the game. LBJ controlled the game against Look, if there's the anything going to I think you're giving way too much credit to to the players because I think the players have been doing exactly what they've been doing most of the year. Giannis, yeah, might have not had a, a had an awesome game, and, and but at the end of the day, I think they've all. I, I think you know, I understand where you're coming from. I think actually though, the coaches. If it's going to tell me anything, I think the coaches. Uh, like Vogel, uh, uh, I think got locked in. You know, he, he locked in. He 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 organised the team well uh, defensively. Their structure um, against Milwaukee and Clippers, and they worked together. And I think you know defence for the Lakers really really helped them. And and you know AD. Then this is anything new, but AD is a scary sight in the paint, isn't he? You know. So mm, I, yeah. Yep. Um, but 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 again, I don't think that's anything new. But I I, I do understand where you're coming from. They, yeah. they, they played they played uh, differently against they had they showed different lineups against Milwaukee as opposed to the Clippers too. So that's like, like they, somebody's point, like the coat like Vogel's like locking it in. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I reckon that so look, I didn't I didn't watch the game, I watched highlights. Um, if I'm looking at the highlights and the box score I don't see it as it doesn't look from that point of view like Giannis was the issue. Giannis scored 32 points. Yeah, uh, on, nah, on you have to close, watch the game. On close to 50% shooting, although he was one from six from three. Um, and the different, but but Middleton had 12 points. Brooke Lopez had 13 points. Um, Bledsoe had 11 points. You know, yeah, like but so, he, but he, so he didn't have a supporting cast. No, nah, he he didn't. But the the problem was was that when the Lakers locked in defensively, they they took away Giannis's ability to get his guys going. Yeah, sure. That was well, that was, and then. You know, him and LeBron were going back and forth for a little bit there, and LeBron was just killing him. And Giannis was trying to come down and do the same, but he couldn't. And it was really telling. And then Giannis tried to get his team... Then Giannis did the smart thing and tried to pull out of that going um, back and forth with LeBron and then try to get his team rolling, and and he couldn't do it. Like, he couldn't get those guys into the game, which is technically his role. That's 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 kind of the structure. Yeah, of the look, look, I think it's a bit bigger than that too, um, 
Superman, Paul Gunas Garzi. Um, I think, you know, them them being in the Lakers, you know, stadium with, you know, uh, you know, Lakers having home court advantage, you know, a few other I think, you know, there's a few variables in place, but I do take your point. Cool. Cool, cool. No, I, I think it is a fair thing to say that like the Bron, LeBron's stepping it up. Like he looks, he looks focused. He looks locked in. I think, um, and and Ash kind of mentioned this in the chat, and he hasn't had a go yet. Maybe we'll give him a go, but if he's listening. But I think that the, um, I think that since since Kobe's death, LeBron seemed particularly locked in, and I think that the culture at the Lakers oh. is being closer. And I, I think know, I like... think I don't think LeBron's he's not going to let it go this year. Like he'll. He'll mm-hmm. die trying to get this ring this year, I reckon. But we got. Some, but hang on, they lost to the Grizzlies before those two games. Like those specific teams, he made a statement against. But he lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, who are yeah. in the eighth. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ash. Okay. Is Ash back? Nah, Ash is... Ash is he was there. Of, yeah. oh, now he's back. I'm listening go. to you. Right, he's off the okay. toilet. We, we're obviously talking about... We're obviously got, talking about the past two games. Ash, it is 8.58. you got two minutes, buddy. Yeah, buddy, okay. come on. Two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. You've <laughs> just wasted like 30 <laughs> seconds. Of Look, Giannis, just to keep it simple... Giannis got slightly exposed. Um, Thank he's you. not. He's not really. Don't get me wrong. Definitely up there for MVP, but he just got slightly exposed. Uh, I think he's still MVP. You still think he is? Well, yep. yeah. Sorry, brother. I think now LBJ's got the a nose hair in front. Um, a nose hair. I think coming off a back to back today, not back to back, but having two hard games with a day's rest. Um, going up against Kawhi in a full healthy clips and beating them. Um, and I'm like, hey, look, I was even watching the highlights and Kawhi still fucking took it to LBJ and though it was a great battle. But yet again, oh, LBJ think, came out on top. I think LBJ... I think LBJ, LBJ guarded him very well today. Yeah, but I think if you watch moments, Scars, his moments he was clicking off where he was trying to tell his other players to do something and, Le- and Kawhi would take him to the rack and... LBJ was too slow just a few times, not all the time. But what amazes me is LeBron, mate. He's he's like he's still playing. He's a man. He's a man amongst boys. And I think Matty said that when he went and watched him a year or two ago. He's just such a beast and just he, I don't know. He, today, just watching him go to the rack against the Clips, starting going to the rack from the three-point line, so having to beat a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George and still get to the rack and score with a foul, mate. That's just that's bully ball. He just, I think he's yeah. got real estate in poor George's head. Um, just, just quietly. Um, we obviously know him and KL, it's going to come down to a battle, but I think after these two games, strong, good numbers on LBJ's, um, uh, what do you call it? Scorecard. I think he's well and truly just, uh, you know, one or two notches above the rest for MVP. Coming to the back end of the season, they're clicking out a good time. We've obviously seen a few videos of Clippers bloody get into a few little heated arguments, whether it's nothing, which it probably is. But um, I think you're just clicking at a good time. You're clicking at a good time, boys. Chemistry's coming along. 
You know, Mark Keefe is finding his way in that team where the waiters get to run, which will be in a couple of games, I reckon. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think Vogel and his coaching staff doing a great, great job. And I don't know what it is. Ever since Kobe's passing, that Lakers and LeBron have taken a different approach um, of playing ball. So LeBron's oh, changed boy. it from going inside. It's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. But, just slightly changed but Ash, it. Ash and boys, how good is the playoffs going to be? Like, yeah, with yeah. you know Bucks, Toronto, Boston, Miami playing pretty good ball. Then you got yeah. you know Philly, who should be doing better, but they're not. Indies, it's a good team. Brooklyn, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, and Orlando, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But you, got, but you got six out of the eight who you know really could make good series. Hey, and yeah, just the, the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs are going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, the playoffs are going to be good. Like oh, but all the way. Just. You know how like a pot or two ago we were really jumping on that wagon of the Rockets going, oh, they really bought in. They've dropped the last four. And yeah, this but, is... But but the, I think the point was, well, my point was with the Rockets was that they went all in on the experiment because I felt like they had to go all in because it's no, basically... What I was saying is I was actually buying in on that, Scouts. I was actually going, fuck, you know... Russ is attacking the basket. He's getting lane. He's getting the assists. And yep. he was starting to look really good in that lineup. And I'm like, oh, man, they could be dangerous. They could definitely be a team. But then watching them drop the next one, I'm like, oh, this is what I didn't want to see. I wanted them yep. to see chip away, maybe drop one game out of four or, you know what I mean, and, and still they're go, not oh, a gr- they could be they're a not, threat. They're not a grinder out team. That's the problem. But they're, with the a team, they're a team – how can you say it? They're the opposite to the Lakers. They'll like Harden can have an insane run for four games yep. and just be like an offensive weapon. And then he'll go yep. missing for four games and he'll hit like maybe six from 20. And you're like, Oh my God, or five from 20. It's just, and I guess well, when you look, ride with that, it's hard yeah. to take that on the chin. Well, when you're riding that, you know what I mean? Well, you don't want to come seven or eight in the West, do you really? No like, way in the world. Oh, you want to be out of seven eight. You can come any other, any other spot. But if you're seven eight, you're going out first round because you'll be playing Lakers or the Clips. And you know what? The other thing is to realistically, whether you don't want the Lakers and the Clippers, I feel you don't want them to be able to meet other than the Western Conference Finals in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I, I don't think you want to see them see each other in the second round. You want to see them battle it out in a Western Conference Finals, in my eyes. I don't, yeah. I don't think you, you don't want to see them in a second round type battle. Oh, you know, it never bothered me, to be honest. But I understand uh, your point. You know, biggest well, you want that build up. You want that build up of going through the other teams and then getting. That because I mean, it almost feels like that's going to be the pinnacle this year, doesn't it? If that's yeah, yeah, if you feel like that's almost the final, don't you? Which is a bit harsh on the westerns, uh, from the eastern side, but you just feel like that's going to be an all out war. I I think the only way it's going to be a real final series is if the Celtics make it from the east. So if if at any team in the West, like it's yeah. good either way. But I think for it to be a really good finals, it's got to be the Celtics. I think they're the team that probably match up the best. 
Yeah, and, and have like an up-and-coming star that people can view as a star that's kind of proven in some games this season uh, that he can... Look, I I understand Wig's uh, uh, opinion there, and, 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 and I won't disagree with it too much, but... Man, I would love to see Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis going against the rest team. He'd be so pumped, angry, and uh, determined. Like he would just run through the wall to win a championship. I think if he if he got there. So, man, I I want Bucks to play Lakers. I reckon that would just be, oh, Bucks Lakers. Bucks Lakers would just be so okay. All right, Bucks Lakers. What do you got, Scars? What's the series looking like? Oh, I'd say four one. Four one Lakers. Lakers by far. Yep. Wigs. Oh. You got if it's looking Bucks. Bucks Lakers. Yeah. What do you got? I think. I think. I think Bucks win two. Oh, yeah, so it's going maybe six. three. Maybe three, but I think it goes six. Yeah. Whoa. Six. Oh. Mate, if it goes to seven, Bucks are gone. Just quietly. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Bucks are gone. But anyway, Muddy, what do you reckon? Oh, what do you reckon it would go? Oh, look, look I, I, I think he'll go to six. I don't think L- LBJ does not want it to go to game seven because everyone talks about Jordan. He never went to seven, always six. He'll finish it in six. He'll finish, finish it in six. six. Okay, nice. Scar- I like Scarsies. I like Scarsies, and I-, I would go with that. But since everyone's gone the six and the five or whatever, I think I'm just going to go for a clean sweep, oh, boys. I knew you were going to say I'm going to go for a clean sweep. That is brutal. I'm going to go a clean sweep. I think if Lakers can get over the Clippers, I think then... LeBron will pretty much look back and go, this is sweet. I got over the, the one hurdle out in the Clippers, and I think it would be yeah. a nice, easy ride, whoever he gets I, in the East. I, I see it like that 76ers-Lakers final series where you knew the Lakers were going to win, but, but AI, AI come out in that first game and just wanted, just willed his team to get a win, and then after that, the Lakers just shut them down. I, I think that would be the type of series that I see. I reckon Giannis would just come out of the gate super pumped, whereas LeBron's been there. He'd be relaxed, and I reckon that's where Giannis would steal one, and then after that, it'd be But, but Milwaukee will have one-footed advantage. It's not Which like... doesn't matter. Oh. I, I don't think that matters for the Lakers. Or Mate, I go into your house and Justine has home court advantage and she wins every day <laughs> of the week. Oh, don't you talk, buddy. So don't, don't tell you me talk. home court doesn't What a joke. You're oh, my yourself. God. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We saw it. This big was on here, man. This guy talks big game. I'll tell you what. Wrap <laughs> right. it up, lads. What do we got? Yep. Any shout-outs? Any shout-outs? Shout uh, I'd like to shout-out to uh, all the dickheads that started this fucking bullshit in Wuhan. Um, starting to really make my holiday getting a little bit nervous on travelling over to America. So, or to the Asians, just eat normal food, you fuckwits. 
Um, stop eating bats and fucking Jeez. cockroaches. Just be normal people. Um, and then also, second shout out to all the knobs that are going to buy all the toilet paper rolls. Let's be simple, mate. We're looking uh, like idiots. We're looking like idiots to the world. And oh, like, oh, I just, I can't believe what's happening in the world, lads. What's going on? It's terrible. Oh, Ash, that was wow. <laughs> Wait, Wiggs. Wiggs, you got come on, Wiggs. My Quietly, I'm looking forward to this fourth game, but um, that's not oh, a conversation. I, I hope so. so. I hope. I hope so. Well, I'm I'm going to be in attendance. That's what makes yeah. it so much special. Yeah. Well. So. But helps. anyway, boys, let's wrap it up. Cheers for listening to whatever episode it is of Homeboys. Eighteen, mate. NBA at home yeah. with the boys. Stay tuned. Um, I'm going away soon, lads, so you'll have to roll without me. But anyway, catch us on episode 19 with NBA at Home with the boys. Peace, stay, stay healthy, healthy, and eat healthy. healthy. Eat healthy. Stay healthy, hang people. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Boom. There you have it. Another episode of NBA at Home with the boys. Done and dusted. It's mid-range here. I just wanted to grab you quickly before you go, just to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you if you like what you hear, please share the podcast with your mates. Share it with uh, people out there you know who love the NBA, who love basketball, and uh, and who love podcasts. And uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your your podcasts and please leave a review and uh, maybe a five-star rating and that helps people out there who who might want to listen to a podcast like ours find the show 
been great. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay healthy. Cheers.